Hey guys, it's Steph here. Welcome to the Daytime Talks with ICM. Today, I'm chipping in as a guest because this episode will have another host, my amazing friend Haley, who is also part of the podcast, as you remember from our Valentine's Day episode. So keep listening. Hey everyone, it's Haley. Today we will talk about a topic that if you are an ICM student, you must know about it. Design thinking project. Besides Steph, I have today with me Lisa. And a side note, Steph, Lisa and I used to be a group mate working on design thinking project together. And we actually win first place last year. <laughs> so, hi Lisa. Hi. How are you today? Um, so far so good, yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you up to lately? Uh, well, lately I'm doing a minor in Utrecht, so I haven't actually been to campus in a few months now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm following a minor there, and uh, I miss The Hague. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how did you feel about the group dynamic when we were working together? Well, the group dynamic, honestly, compared to different groups, was very good. I think we got along very well, and we all had very strong points, whether it was in creativity or in presenting or, um, you know, leading group projects. So I think our group dynamic was great, uh, especially in contrast to other groups. But of course, there are always downsides. There are some struggles sometimes of, um, let's say, not equal parts of work being done per group member, you know, things like that. But I also feel that because of the friendly atmosphere, it was something we could address to each other and it wasn't taboo. There was very clear communication going on from my point of view. Yeah, Yeah, I actually thought it's uh, quite fun when we learned that we are gonna be in a group together because I remember, you know, receiving the list and seeing like, who am I with in a group? Mm. And people would text me like, bro, the group is so strong. Yeah, I was stoked, you know? I was stoked. Because uh, <laughs> what happened, like we were all in one class last year. Uh, so in the first semester, we were in different groups. So when it came to DTP in the second semester, you know, we had to like regroup. And we were basically like f six people with one of the strongest personality in the class, I would say. Like mm. most of us would be the ones that would lead the previous groups and they would be the ones that would come up with ideas and the one that would hold the others accountable mm -hmm. so I remember it was like I was so curious to see how we're gonna work in a group yeah. because we all have like different personalities you know and we all wanted to actually do something meaningful and I was like okay this thing like us being like those personalities in one group would either help us to like achieve. be close to the win and yeah. achieve this yeah. or would go in the other direction and would actually like yeah, I it would be a disaster. I thought you know, the same. I was, was like, this, like <laughs> this could be either very good or very dangerous because, <laughs> yes. you know, puts someone like me that also has a strong character, if I had to work with, like, the duplicate of myself, it would clash probably. So yeah. I was uh, a little apprehensive, but at the same time very excited because at least I was reassured that I knew the people in my group. Um, just from observations of the previous semester, I could see, like, these are strong working people. These are determined uh, students that like thrive for um, similar grades as me. So that was yeah. uh, encouraging and also motivating because the whole like month of January last year when we were waiting for the groups to come out was a little <laughs> stressful because I was like, these group members are really going to determine how my semester is going to go. Yeah. And uh, when it finally came out, it was a huge relief. It was, yeah, yeah I was excited. Yeah. I remember because I was a class rep last year and I would 
like I think you also texted me before <laughs> the groups come out <laughs> like oh do you know the groups what the groups are you know because everyone were waiting for that because we knew that we're gonna have TTP we knew this yeah. was gonna be really really serious so we were there like okay we just want a good group and in the end we kind of got a good group yeah 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 and I also think like the group contract is super important because even though like we're student but Technically, when we work on a project, we need to act as like professionals and mm-hmm. the group contract kind of help us and somehow to like act accordingly and yeah. then just like, uh, do it. Yeah, because of course, like even if there was a friendly dynamic, uh, when you do need to address um, mm-hmm. issues, you need to be feel comfortable. And of course, it's always delicate to kind of address to someone. Listen, I feel like maybe you're slacking, not specifically to this group, but any group project in general. And that's where I guess it's also a little easier to rely on your group contract and be like, okay, per the group contract and, you know, the rules we established, we feel like you're slacking a little here. And, you know, it's an easier way for you to address problems sometimes as well. And uh, it gives a great amount of structure. I think it's primordial in any group project (laughs) that you do. (laughs) Yeah. And like I mentioned, last year we worked together Mm. and our client is an airline catering provider who wants to enable passengers to make more sustainable food choices during their trips. And that's what we did. We worked together on creating a brand that motivates airline passengers to choose a sustainable food option. And I thought it was super fun and I really can't wait to share the process with you guys, along with Steph and Lisa, of course. And side note. Lisa is now working as a student assistant, so she's now helping with a design thinking yeah, project as yeah, well. I actually have to, with Angelina, another student assistant, we're assisting Peter Hansen and uh, Luke Kalara, who's doing DTP this year with the first year. So next month we have to assist the Mad Day uh, presentation <laughs> Yeah, from like 9.30 till 3 p.m. Okay. So a full day. It reminds me of when we saw the student assistants last year um, helping us, and then we'll also have to be there in June for the <laughs> the final round, the <laughs> D Day. <laughs> I just got a PTSD. Yeah, like I, I kind of <laughs> did too. I, I every day actually. <laughs> yeah, I remember like Mad Day last year was exactly on my birthday. Oh, true. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, okay, no, it's important, but why? Why this day yeah. exactly? Why? <laughs> yeah, it's so it could only go better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I remembered, like, on the mad day, like, because it was on my chocolate. <laughs> I had prepared, like, yes, a box of candies, and I was just like, okay, we present, now Now I have a birthday, there mm-hmm. you go, some candies. <laughs> but it was bribing. Nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, first things first, let's talk about our research part. What do you guys remember from our research process? Um, I think I remember at first, and this is probably what uh, students can relate to right now in first year, is that it's a bit overwhelming because uh, it's the start of the project. The, the first phase, the first like two, three months is all about research. And so it's a starting point where you're like, okay, what am I doing now? And what am I working towards to? Because you look at June and that's been so far. Uh, and there, you know there's so many other phases that are, com- that are going to come into the project. So... I remember feeling a little overwhelmed, but in hindsight, I actually also think the way DTP was structured was very um, guiding towards what kind of research we needed to do. And we learned a bunch of uh, different methods and research methods to follow. Um, But I do remember that I thought the best way to score points in our research was to be creative and do different things. And I was so insisting on doing a field trip <laughs> to a literal field, a farm. Like I, I was like, guys, we need to go elsewhere. We can't just do boring Google surveys and, and just yeah. little interviews here and there. Like 
teachers see that every single day, how boring, we need to do something that, you know, kind of sticks out. And I found this farm, I was like, to one of our group members who spoke Dutch, I was like, you're going, you, you're gonna help <laughs> us, you're gonna be able to communicate, and everyone agreed, and I think it was a good group bonding experience, right, Haley? Like, you yeah. went to that. <laughs> I, I went to the farm with Rico. It was fun, actually. It's, it's like a small field trip, Yeah. and the weather was super nice, so I, I was actually, like, ha having some experience mm -hmm. of, like, how to plant a tree, and, like, they, they explained the whole thing, and yeah, I, I really had a fun time at the farm. Yeah, and I remember when we did present this after a mad day, we scored points on it. They And even in front of the client at the end in June, they really enjoyed that part. So if I were to you know recommend any kind of research, of course, the more factual research is important. Mm, yeah. But showing creativity and of course documenting it, taking pictures and videos, getting quotes from whoever you interview during your field trip as well is super valuable to have uh, Yeah, contrasting and and million dollar research yeah. <laughs> to present. Yeah, we kind of went overboard with the field trip and I love that. Like, I think we were the one of the few groups that actually took into consideration doing this. And we didn't have just a field trip to the farm. We had our interview with the restaurant. Mm, like, yeah. Etika, like we went together yeah, with yeah. you, right? And that was like um, exactly a year ago almost. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah. But it was like so fun. and. To actually sit down and talk with an owner of a sustainable restaurant, mm -hmm. it was like, you know, like changing perspective. Like, exactly. it's yeah. better to hear it from someone who's experienced than just read it. Yeah, uh, it was so interesting. And it was it was a discussion, I remember, that kind of went past the, uh, the questions we had for ourselves. Yeah. But it was actually really interesting regardless because we still got interesting insights that we could still loop back into our project. Exactly. So even just from my own perspective, it was so enlightening. <laughs> true, true. Um, I yeah. remember like during the whole interview we had the discussion, you know, <laughs> I was there like, oh, this is going to be a perfect quote for Matt's yeah, day. Exactly. You know, and I would like keep this quote, you know, in mind. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I love this interview. It was so nice. Yeah, very interesting person as well to interview. So yeah, true. again, field research <laughs> going, um, I guess, it's not even really about going the extra mile because I think it's part of normal research if you're going to but maybe I think uh, last year it's perhaps something other groups didn't think about doing that much mm -hmm. and they just they stuck to interviewing their family members or friends and peers um, so yeah field research or just the whole research phase it was a lot but it was well structured and it was very interesting and actually so so important like at first you kind of tell yourself all right whatever research let's do it but it's so important and necessary for what we come up with at the end and the insights we get because you can't create a product if you don't know your your market or who you're addressing exactly so. and i think it was kind of like a unique point from our group because i think we were the only one that went mm. to a farm or like actually do extra things like we go to two different airports oh yeah true <laughs> true i remember i was traveling uh last year like in february right after we learned about dtp and we already had like kind of the agenda we want to do so i was traveling and i remember just sitting on the airplane and just looking at the menu and just like judging oh, oh this is sustainable mm, <laughs> this is not sustainable <laughs> oh we can use that mm, we cannot use that i even remember like i tried to talk with the flight attendants yeah and i was like so do you have like sustainable stuff and they would just look at me so confused and i was like uh what girl you're like in in two hours like travel that don't yeah. <laughs> don't ask for too much okay yeah but see there again it shows like 
it's kind of intimidating and scary to go talk to a flight attendant mid-flight or even going to a farm like if you're kind of shy or you know more reserved it's it's not an easy thing to do but i don't think it should limit you you should push yourself um mm. even just in confidence building because that's what you're going to need for your six minute pitch at the end of the year yeah, you know yeah. so it, it's a very interesting exercise for your own development of going and talking if you're super e- at ease with talking to strangers and good for yeah. you but if you're not yeah it shouldn't limit you in your research just because you you know you're too afraid and peter hansen told us this all the time he was like i expect you to go talk to strangers at the train station or the airport randomly and you tell yourself oh but they don't want to talk to us like they're busy they're traveling or you know they don't (laughs) care they don't want to help college kids out but uh you just have to be very persistent and confident when you're doing it and i think you can get some really good uh, insights from people yeah and that's why we're in a group because if you are not comfortable going to people you have your group mates with you that can do that you know and kind of help you do this extra step into like also improving yourself Mm -hmm. as you mentioned Absolutely. And then we also have to host this focus group. <laughs> and I remember sitting and it was on Teams, but like all the strangers on the screen and yeah. then actually like maintain a conversation with them. Yeah, because don't get me wrong. We had, I mean, there were two friends of mine, so I was comfortable with them. But then I remember seeing uh, other people that I don't know and kind of trying to ask questions, you know, like you put on a show, of course, just like in a presentation, mm-hmm. you put on a show where you pretend you're confident, you ask your questions. You know, you really girl boss the the whole thing, <laughs> but inside I was shaking and I was like, Fake okay, this yeah, it, <laughs> it was like this is so awkward for me right now. I'm talking to strangers on Teams. It's not even like in person where you can yeah. kind of create a you know a different, more comfortable dynamic and personal. Here it was very like, listen, we're interviewing you for a project and. Yeah. You're going to answer, and then we'll never speak again. Like, <laughs> And let's talk about airplane food. Yeah. <laughs> also, fun topic, right? <laughs> so, no, it, it was that. I forgot that part of our research, but it was also very important. Yeah. But now that I think about it, all the research process, when we were in it, I felt like at one point I was so stressed because, like, today we go to the farm, tomorrow we go to the <laughs> restaurant. Like, our agenda was full. I remember, like, I think I see you guys almost every day. Yeah. Yep. That's design thinking. You sleep design thinking, you eat design thinking, you shower design thinking, like it's <laughs> it's your whole life. Yep. True. But yeah, after the research process, we move on to the ideation. Yeah. So yep. do you guys have any tips and tricks for the ideation phase? Or in your opinion, what do you think is the most important thing? Um, personally, I'd say uh, in the ideation phase, um, was it? No, it was, it was Martin. He gave us a lot of techniques and tips on, uh, you know, how to be creative. And, you know, there were all those methods of, uh, like, 100 mile per hour thinking. Um, what was it? The idol? The, the one with you had an it, idol. Yeah. You had to think of, like, what would Kim Someone Kardashian would do? do? Yeah. You yeah. know, that, that one. And the analogy, we start with an elephant and try and come up with ideas. And at first you look at them, you're like, these are bonkers. Like, this is so weird. But actually, like, it really does push your mind to be more creative and you get in a different headspace. And, you know, uh, I think personally I was maybe a little resistant at first because I was just not used to these techniques at all or maybe even scared of being this creative because you tell yourself, no, these are weird ideas. But no idea is weird. You should always write them down. You'll never know if you use them. Of course. So, uh, yeah, I think um, my tip is to really actually follow them and allow yourself to think completely differently because that's where you can come up with uh, really, really interesting ideas, even if you don't use them, 
it's still good for your like mental uh, mindset yeah like an exercise mm-hmm. i think like we did really nice things during the ideation like first of all like they introduced us to my road first you mm. know and although a lot of groups actually ditched it throughout like the research we actually kept using it till mm-hmm. the end of dtp <laughs> yeah, i love so my row i should be paying a subscription for my row because that was a savior <laughs> and you could see this like big messy board like because at some point it was really it messy was. i yeah. remember us organizing it yeah. almost every week mm. because we would just draw things there draw things like photos links everything Post-its, you know random Post-it, ideas yes. you don't even know like a random word and you're like what was this for <laughs> and, and thoughts yeah, yeah thoughts. and also the thing we did like you know some some groups had an idea what they're gonna do even before the research started mm-hmm. i don't think for us that was the case no. we actually waited till the ideation and yeah. we first brainstormed with the methods you just mentioned you know and then we actually structured mm-hmm. our concept and our idea yeah. and i think that was really helpful because first of all as you mentioned we were more creative this way yeah. we weren't like just narrowed down to this possible concept and i think this really helped because i don't know i loved our concept last year <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think also um maybe the way it was structured is that like we had this research phase and even every week we would learn more and more about the project in terms of instructions so i couldn't even fathom what possibly the ideation phase could be so i tried not to think of it and get yeah. ahead of myself because you don't want to come up with something that doesn't even fit in the guidelines that you're going to be given and also we had so much um i guess like pressure on ourselves to do the research it's like i don't have time yet to think of the future <laughs> and this is something um that are lecturers would tell us all the time like focus on the present you know if you have ideas jot them down you maybe use them eventually but you know really focus on the whole research and what's going on right now and uh, I think they just kept telling us don't get ahead of yourselves you know because there's a lot of work that's going to be needed in the future so focus on the present um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, ideation was interesting <laughs> one of I think one of the group um, question we had for the all the sticky notes I mean <laughs> that was the longest session we ever had it was like three hours something. really yeah, yeah. just with like all the sticky note on my row yeah. but that. some groups did that in person like some groups wrote the, yeah. the post-its on the walls <laughs> we, <laughs> we did it on my row yeah obviously <laughs> yeah but I think I was away during this like session like we did it online right or we did it on my row but I think in person Okay, so so I'm thinking about another meeting. Okay. I don't know. I remember <laughs> like during the ideation, uh, it was after math day, you know, so we kind of got this excitement from the presentation and the mm-hmm. crate itself that when we started the ideation, I was already kind of tired mm-hmm. and I just needed, you know, kind of some extra push to be fair, you know, to kind of be motivated as mm-hmm. I was like in the beginning. So I remember like this being so, so hard for me to be creative during this period. Yeah, I think after the research phase, everyone kind of needed to recharge their batteries a little <laughs> bit because there was still a lot. Or halfway through, like yeah, halfway. And to be fair, it went so fast. Even the true. whole six months, even the the whole ideation phase after that also went just as fast as the research. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Time flies. <laughs> I just I remember after the ideation process, it it was I was struggling with it. Not gonna lie, like mm-hmm. I think my battery was down a little bit, but. I think it's mostly about the curiosity. Like, I really want to know what's going <laughs> to happen next and what are they going to make a zoo now? Mm. And maybe that's what keeps me going. And that kind of, like, helped me with my battery. Yeah, the intrigue. Yeah. 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 And I was also curious what our concept would be, you know? Yeah. Because at the start, we still didn't know. But yeah. then by the end, we already had this idea. And 
I was just curious to see what we're going to come up with and how we're going to actually present it. Yeah, because uh, after the ideation, I remember we had a <laughs> bunch of wacky ideas. Like, uh, what was it? Like some solar panel charged food heater. You know, like super crazy. Um, like, I think we linked that with the analogy exercise and it, it came up with lava. And then, okay, mm. lava heats up your food on the plane. You need a portable battery that will also heat up your dish like what you know it's, it's it's crazy but it's also how you get creative and how we were able to filter and narrow it down to our final product to what we came yeah. up with absolutely <laughs> yeah to be fair like our idea in general was quite <laughs> creative <laughs> like <laughs> really creative <laughs> to the it point still of is i mean i remember when we actually okay like jump ahead a bit when we presented to the client uh, the next day when we cr- like presented yeah to the chefs, like the corporate members of mm-hmm. the company, uh, all the chefs from the company were like, uh, this is not feasible. <laughs> and and uh, our teacher kept having to come in and like, um, remember they're communicators, like not engineers, not product yeah. designers. They're like, yeah, we know it's still a little funky, but it has potential, it has potential. But in the end, like we were the group that won, so. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I think, uh, Maybe we won from our pitch or something because I think all the other groups also had very solid ideas and very, True. very great ways of delivering them as well. So I mean, it was just a ranking at the end, but it was it was always uh, rewarding the feeling of like yeah, these six months did go into something. Yeah, yeah. After all the research and ideation that we talk about, I'm sure that our audience would be like really eager to know what was our presentation or our product about. So, <laughs> all right, well, we called our little baby the Sky Garden. Um, <laughs> it was, oh my God, it was like a tray that each uh, flight passenger would receive with like sustainable dishes. But what made it a garden is that you had little, what did we call these? Like, li- like little soy plants, um, little sprouts, things like that, yeah. that were not, like they were growing in a little tin that was on your tray but you would have like scissors and a little watering can and everything to kind of imitate a gardening activity and you would cut your own herbs to like season your meal yeah. so it was the garden in the sky hence the sky garden yeah. so yeah that was i think it's important to mention also our mascot during <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, like for the pitch the the pachacucha method you know <laughs> um we chose uh, storytelling because I remember I think it was with you Steph yeah we had had a a kitchen review with our lecturers where we presented our ideas uh, and they really helped us they kind of guided us into being like okay to make this interesting in six minutes to present such a hefty amount of work of like research plus the ideation you're going to need to find like a very, very interesting way of delivering this to not lose your audience, but also so your audience understands what the heck you guys came up with because a sky garden is, you know, pretty original. Um, and that's where I was like, okay, you know, they're emphasizing a lot on storytelling. I've never done this before, let's do it. And in a storytelling method or any story, there's a main character. And so we chose <laughs> our main character to be a little garden gnome because that fits in the theme of a garden. And his name was Francesco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Francesco, the little garden gnome who helped our our key persona. Um, I don't know, Mia. No, what was mm. her name? Lydia. 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 Yes. Lydia. <laughs> yeah, it was Lydia Thermopolis. <laughs> yes, a Greek lady who loves to 
to eat healthy, but she sucks at gardening. And Francesco, the garden gnome, essentially in our story and the way we delivered it, he kind of like taught her how to garden um, sustainably and efficiently. And yeah, so we had a, it was an interesting way of presenting it. Maybe a little childish, but you know, it, it got the story across. The clients loved it. And yeah. it was really also entertaining for ourselves to present it in that manner. True, You true. know, a six minute story time. <laughs> yeah, we literally started with once upon a time. Yeah, yeah. and then a happily, sustainably ever. After. Sustainably ever after. Yeah, yeah, that's what ever. it was. Yeah, sustainably ever after. <laughs> I remember making this poster, like all the visual visualization. And I was just like spreading gnomes everywhere. And it was really like a fairy tale to me to like kind of design it in a way that is not too childish, but on really, theme. Yeah, yeah, like really intrigued, like whoever will take a look at the poster, mm -hmm. even if it's a billboard on the way to the airport or is it a poster or even it's a screen in front of them. And we also made this uh, small package as like a um, gift, like a, a seed. Yeah, a little oh, memorabilia. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, it was a little pack of <laughs> seeds that they can take home. And, you know, it was different seeds. So the surprise yeah. is once you garden it, you find out if she got like watermelon or carrots <laughs> or apple <laughs> seeds, you know. Yeah, that yeah. was super fun in my opinion. And is the end experience that even after the fly, they still have something that take away with them mm -hmm. and that's what makes them remember sky garden and yeah. our francesco and our francesco exactly yep. so for all the first years who you know have to work on this i mean right now we're in march so you know keep working on the research mad days coming up you guys got this but afterwards when you will think about how you're going to deliver like six or no five six months worth of work yeah definitely uh practice pitching and uh, create a plot. I remember sitting down with our group again on my row. We wrote down all the key elements that are going to happen in our story. So the beginning where we introduce our persona, where we kind of introduce the team itself, how we grasped what sustainability is, our understanding of it, and how we can deliver it to other people. We had all these key moments and then under each key moment we wrote a literal dialogue, an actual script for our pitch because a pitch is the most performance thing you can do <laughs> you know you're really putting on a show and it's efficient it's quick it has to be lively and entertaining um so yeah definitely think of these different kind of methods and then practice practice so many times and make sure you're within the time guidelines yeah, yeah. the thing is we literally for this pitch had to put six months of work mm -hmm. and a lot a lot of information that yeah. was gathered so like the script was something so important at this point because I, I can ramble a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, when we present, I can ramble without any script. We don't so have time for that here. We <laughs> yeah. don't have time for that, exactly. And I remember us like being done with the presentation and the, the script and everything, you know, like the performance itself, like way before the presentation. You know, like we would practice a whole day before that and yeah. we already had it done. Just practice, practice and practice. At one yeah. point, like, I memorized everything. Mm, yeah. And we had to present, like, three times, the first time, to get our grade. And then yeah. to the final, I think, in the afternoon. Yeah. And one more time, I the think. The next day. The next morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 At this point, it was engraved in my memory. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, you also get so comfortable with the, the script. Like, we all had different parts. And so my part of the script, uh, I really, I, I owned it. It became, like, my own part of the presentation and you know only you know what you're talking about Absolutely. so yeah. you get so comfortable with the material that it doesn't it also helps you it soothes you and in, in terms of stress you know because you know what you're talking about no one can tell you otherwise yeah exactly 
How did you guys feel when, like, in the next morning when you guys present to, uh, when we present to the client themselves? Because for me, I felt like I was overwhelming. Like, oh, I was, really? yeah, I was at this team's meeting with a lot of corporate people and <laughs> yeah. they looked super strict and, like, stone cold. <laughs> and I'm here trying to sell my Sky Garden <laughs> with, like, a gnome. So I was like, yeah, please invest. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I felt actually very relaxed because we had already had, you know, the um, the most stressful part was the day before. It was the morning, in fact. And in the yeah. afternoon, you know, we, it was, I don't know, like, we had already presented and we had been called for a second round. Yeah. So that was already very confidence boosting. And, you know, the, the lecturers and the client, they, they like our thing. They like our product. In our presentation and so because we had already got the ranking and everything and it was kind of the last day of actual class mm-hmm. except if mm-hmm. you're free sits um but i feel like the next day i was like all right this is just for banter like of course it's very serious you want to show it to a corporate company that you're a serious student um but nothing really came out of it anyway you know it's not like they offered me an internship so yeah. I was I was pretty relaxed and uh, and the fact that you know uh, Peter Hansen had joined even though he had left for the semester and he still joined to listen that was kind of <laughs> boosting because he's the one who started the whole project for us yeah. and there were the clients and there was Phyllis um, the alumni student who yeah. was yeah. Uh, coordinating the project for the company yeah that was no I was I think it was a nice atmosphere and it wasn't just our group there were two other groups as well so I yeah I thought it was all right. Yeah, I would also say like I was quite relaxed the mm. next day. For me, the overwhelming part uh, wasn't the first presentation, the one we did in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was actually the one in the afternoon. Okay. Because I knew our presentation is good. Like I was confident about my part. I was confident about the whole presentation itself. So like when we had to present it in front of the teacher for the grade, I was fine. You know, I was like, okay, we owned it. So we're gonna <laughs> just present it, and. Uh, I actually didn't uh, expect it for them to call us. Like, I thought about it. I was like, okay, we were good. Probably they would call us. But I didn't want to expect any expect anything. Well, actually, yeah, that moment, because maybe so for the first years who are listening, maybe they don't know, but what happened for us is that we presented in the morning, and then you had, like, a big lunch break, and uh, each group had to give in a phone number from a member to uh, the lecturer so that you would have literal callbacks, like an audition, you know, <laughs> you'd have the callbacks and during that lunch break, you would get a callback of like, okay, you made it to, the you know, the, the, exactly <laughs> the second round. But I, remem- built up. <laughs> but I remember Martin had my phone number and uh, we were all at CISO's at the student bar. Everyone was just super happy. They presented and that was just good vibes till the end of the day. And uh, everyone around me was like getting phone calls and stuff. And I knew there were five <laughs> people who would get a phone call like wow okay still nothing you know and then I have an unknown number that calls me (laughs) I was like hello and he was like it's Martin you know why I'm calling (laughs) and I was like okay he's like be there at two I was like okay I'll tell my group thank you and uh and yeah so it was very funny and also it was sunny it was June like I was in my dress like it was it was such a it was a good day honestly it was a good day and then I texted you guys like guys we made it we made it to the second round like come back at 2 (laughs) p.m. So, no, I, I had a good memory, but I do understand why presenting in front of all those corporate people could have been stressful because yeah. you see all these faces of men you've never seen before <laughs> on your screen. But I think what made it relaxing is that it's a pitch, but you do it on Teams. Like, mm-hmm. a pitch will never be as good as if you do it in person, in my opinion. 
So I think that's why I was like, okay, you know, we'll do the same pitch. It won't, it won't come across as cool as when we did it in person, but it's okay. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that Peter Hansen actually joined, I remember yeah. why I was so stressed <laughs> because I saw him joining, and I'm like, oh my gosh, because he's like, he's super strict, and at one point I feel like. Oh my god! Like, am am I gonna live up to his standards? Like, what am I doing here? No, but I remember him commenting. Good job, yeah. guys. He left yeah. a little a little comment on our on I our. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have to admit, he is super strict, and sometimes he can come as like really direct to you. But I learn a lot from he him. He teaches the most. Mm-hmm. He does, and it's character building too. So yeah, <laughs> I learn a lot from him. Yeah, and yeah, it Great builds experience. character. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So yeah. Um, now that we almost come to an end, can you guys tell me one of your best memory about this design thinking project? Um, I think if it isn't that moment where we were all at the student bar waiting for Martin to call us, because that was a pretty funny moment, mm-hmm. I think it would probably be the meeting before the pitch day and we were practicing. And, you know, we all had nerves, but we also were in such a good headspace of happiness, of all right, guys, like these six months, it comes to an end today. Like we were practicing right before it was like 8.30 a.m., you know, and we all walked in. We all were looking dapper with our <laughs> little dress code we told each other to all dress like nice and black and, and unified. Um, and there were nerves, you know. You could tell there were nerves and everyone was a little like, oh, my gosh, okay, this is, this is yeah, the day. Happening. But we had each other, and that's also, again, where, you know, maybe it was at the end of six months you you're sick of your group and you're ready to <laughs> move on but it was the last strong unified moment of like we are like we have each other and we did this together so i think that was a very sweet bittersweet Absolutely. memory <laughs> how about you Steph? do you have any memory that you would like to share i mean the thing is the first thing that comes to my mind when i think like of a nice memory was actually the interview we had with ethical restaurant together with lisa because the day itself was nice you know it was like around March as well yeah and um, we would go first to the restaurant and you know we were prepared to talk with the owner but he wasn't there so we had to go to the city center to find another store where he was there and we would sit on this really nice artsy table talking with him and he would share so many stories like he was so talkative and he was so eager to share his like mission and vision about uh, the restaurant and his personal mindset about the sustainability that I couldn't feel that it was for a school project you know I felt Uh, really dope I was like okay we're talking mm -hmm. with some big guy here you know and it was funny for me like it it was a nice experience but I also agree with Lisa with uh, the fact that like the moment before the presentation was something like okay now we know what's gonna happen you know like we're prepared we're ready six months they're gonna you know we got it's gonna be worth it so yeah and what about you for me I think yeah, like I, I mentioned before that our research is super extended and we did like we do a lot of things. And for me, I think the moment I liked the most was when I went to the farm because maybe you guys didn't know, but I grew up on a farm. You guys. Oh, I grew up okay. on a farm. <laughs> like, of course, like my family lives in the city, but uh, we have this uh, farm near the suburb in the okay. suburb. And I would just skip school all the time and, and go there and just like learn how to spell everything. My grandma taught me how to spell before kindergarten. Okay. And I, I do everything on the farm. Mm. And <laughs> it, it was just amazing. Like all the memories come back the moment I step foot on, in a farm. I'm like, yes, 
this is so nice. And Back then, to my roots. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was really nice. And also, yeah, the last moment, I feel, I think at the pitch day, I was also really stressed. But I was just like, I tried to act tough, you know. I, I don't want to show people that I'm stressed, <laughs> but deep down inside me, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to pass. I'm so stressed. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's because of you guys, because I saw that everyone is so confident, and that also boosted me. Like, I'm like, yeah, we can do this, because, like, everything we did for the last six months, we got this. <laughs> it's funny how we were all, like, shaking inside yes. and, like, faking <laughs> our confidence, and it yeah. boosted each other either yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's true. I was I was stressed, but I was like, I it's not the moment to cripple down, because, I of course, that, like, if someone in your group is having a panic attack or something it will impact you and mm-hmm. it will like Absolutely. it will get you stressed as yeah. well and there was no time for that not on this on this big important day that we waited and worked six months for so i i do really feel like we empowered each other and boosted each other that morning right before Absolutely. and uh i think i if my memory is not too blurry i think during the practice like right before it wasn't always the best like there were a few hiccups and and we had to like uh, rectify and tell people, okay, wait, speak a little slower, you know, things like this. But it didn't, it, it didn't impact that badly. I was like, okay, you know what? It's not going super well right now while we're practicing. But in like ten minutes, when we practice in front of the client or pre- no, present in front of the clients, I know they're gonna pull it off and it's gonna be okay. And even myself, like you know, hiccups happen, but like it's gonna be okay. I think it was wishful thinking also. Oh, like positivity is really yeah. important. I agree. Okay, guys, the time for this episode has come to an end, and we hope this episode is insightful and motivates you enough to get you ready for the upcoming process of the DTP project. We appreciate your continued attention and hope you enjoyed this episode. Our next episode of the Daytime Talks with ICM will be up soon, so stay tuned and have a nice day. Bye, Bye guys! guys. Bye. <laughs>